Welcome to Bone Apple Tea. I'm Connor. I'm Robin. And I'm Rua. We're a podcast about cursed foods. Cursed foods are mass marketed foods that have something a little bit off about them. They could be um, a limited edition or an ill thought out um, brand collaboration. So, um, and we're going to rate these foods on a D&B alignment chart where we have lawful to chaotic, um, determining how weird the item is, and from good to evil, determining how disgusting the item is. And I feel like this week we'll have a lot of evil. Our theming is flavoured milk and dairy products. (laughs) (laughs) Which Australia really is the king of flavoured milk and dairy products. Yeah, we're in two of the most ideal countries for this, to be honest. I think so. We've already discussed how we're in two of the most ideal countries. But specifically for flavoured milk. Mm. Like, I think Mm. in the UK you get brown and pink and... Yellow, maybe? Those are the flavours of the milk. <laughs> Here, there's like a rainbow. And yeah. so many ones where people are just like, that's normal. And it's not. Yeah. It's not normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I remember upsetting you saying about egg flip flavoured milk. I don't even know what egg flip is. Does it taste like an egg? It's kind of custody. Okay. Yeah. It's like eggnog. Did they just rebalance some eggnog milk? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, all year round eggnog. But I couldn't even find it. I yeah. was looking for it. The weird one, I think, as well, it seems pretty common here, and you see it as, like, milkshake flavours in shops as well, is lime. Mm-hmm. I was looking for lime milk, and you can only get it in other states mm-hmm. right now. You can't get it in Victoria. Oh, really? Um, yeah, lime is a pretty common milkshake flavour. But why? Mm-hmm. It's citrus. You shouldn't put citrus and milk together. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> one of my one of my mates um, was... <laughs> it was um, going for, like, a like super long run, like a 13K run. And um, he wanted to make himself like a drink beforehand and he didn't want to drink just regular milk. And then he thought like, oh, you know, you can just put like strawberries or bananas into milk. So he was like, why don't, why have I never seen lemon milk? Lemon is such a regular <laughs> flavor. So he squeezed lemon into the milk. <laughs> and, and as he was drinking it, it was curdling in his mouth. No. <laughs> he he felt so guys, to be honest, like alongside he's butter very, coffee. <laughs> he's a very like waste not want not kind of dude. So he did drink the entire like. <laughs> that is what I do to make buttermilk for pancakes. I mean, it is drinkable, <laughs> but you wouldn't want to just glug a glass. Like, no. Um, and it's not. Lime milk isn't like that. Lime milk is like the most fake lime green goo you can imagine look i'm gonna need to wax yeah. some cordial in some milk one day just to try it um i also feel disappointed that while like alternative milks have really taken off alternative flavored milks have not taken off no um, not really this is actually something that affected me deeply as a child because i was allergic to cow's milk and flavored milk oh. is far more exciting and it's really hard to find any kind of flavored like soy milk um or was yeah and you can find them now and there's a lot more in japan but like yeah oh flavored soy milk in japan is another animal yeah oh okay. it's off track. we're gonna discuss it later <laughs> so should we get started on our first round of cursed, cursed milk I've got an Aussie classic, apparently, or a variant on an Aussie classic. This is, so we're going to be not endorsing oak milk a lot this week. I think this is not going to make Are we sponsored by oak milk? milk. Um, Oat milk, please contact us. Um, We would love a sponsor. (laughs) 
Um, so this is oak milk peppermint crisp flavor. Um, oh. It comes in a very green and kind of jungly looking little milk carton. They're all in like Tetra packs. Yeah. Um, and it's got oak up the side and peppermint crisp. I think that's a specific kind of chocolate. So I think it's actually a brand tie-in as well. Yeah, peppermint crisp. Yeah. Like a... We've had other experiences with oak milks. We have the jambled donut one, which tasted like old bread. <laughs> um, yeah. And oil, it really so captured oily. the old grease flavor of a it jam did. donut from the Vic market. No, Very accurate. at getting into Tetra packs. So I'm going to ask you to do this because I don't know how. I opened it from the wrong side already. This is upsetting. Yeah, it says turn the pack around. <laughs> Did you shake it? No. I you gotta it. shake before. <laughs> Look, Though I... I will also be talking about shake before use. That's Ooh. like a whole thing. <laughs> Look, I don't drink this stuff in my real life, so I do not know how to consume it. There we go. <laughs> well, first things first, you gotta open it at the right side. Okay, so we gotta pour it into glass. Okay, it's. I was not expecting this to be brown, but I'm guessing that's because it's peppermint crisp and it's a Nestle tie-in, so it's maybe a mint chocolate-based one. Yes, it is a mint chocolate. I'm smelling it. It actually doesn't smell too bad. It smells like a mint arrow. Um, it's very weird brown color. I really feel like oak milks are not meant to be looked at with human eyes. I think you're just meant to drink them from the carton. Um, so I'm gonna taste this this brown milk now. Yeah, it tastes like an old mint chocolate bar. It tastes like cheap Christmas mint chocolate or like when you have like one of those complimentary mints that's clearly sat around for way too long. <laughs> it's okay as a flavor, but it's not okay as a milk flavor. Yeah. Um, you can't taste the milk at all. It's like got that slight thickness of chocolate milk. It's got a bunch of bubbles in it. Um, it's got the very slight peppermint aftertaste. It's not like full mint burning kind of. Yeah. Um, it's not great, really. No, no. I would really again? probably like. I think mint flavored milk is really strange in a lot of countries, but I think that's fairly normal in Australia. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna probably rank this. It's not quite evil. It's just true neutral. The worst and true. most bland of all ratings. <laughs> 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 like, I guess I would drink it if I wanted some more sugar in my body at that time yeah but I'm sad that I spent money on it yeah it was only two dollars but yeah the Nestle tie-in ones um there's a peppermint crisp another of the Nestle tie-in ones I've had is Redskins which was I don't even know what Redskins are when they're not a tie-in yeah um well, I think they're planning to change the name now because it's a bit racist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're like a kind of God, what flavor is a red skin? Like vaguely no raspberry, like taffy. Red berry of some sort. Yeah. I find oak milk's packaging really kind of creepy because it's trying so hard to be like, yeah, teenagers, yeah, fun. But then it's like it's made by lactalis, which sounds <laughs> So creepy. It does. Um, <laughs> Lactalis. <laughs> um, there are apparently two servings per carton. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, I think that's uh, enough for another time. Crisp milk. 
This is our only non-milk, I think. And this one actually oh. is yum. Um, so this is a Chobani Flip limited batch. Um, yes. Ooh. I, I saw this because I always look in the section with these um, ridiculous flip yogurts. So they're basically like they have one side that's yogurt and one side that's like little crispy bits. Do like, you reckon they should make an egg? Oh, like a, like a, a, not go-go, a yoga. A yo- yoga with the Yeah, it's like a yoga. It's a yoga, but they market them to adults. <laughs> I still love yoga and yeah. uh, those like little, like the M&M ones. Oh. Yeah, I saw them as well when I was looking. Um, but yeah, um, they make a key lime pie flavored one. And Ooh. I went to Amer- I went to America for a while, and I got really addicted to these key, pu- key lime pie chibanis. Um, I would eat like two every day. Um, <laughs> um, I was like eating my poor aunt out of um, out of house and home eating yogurts. <laughs> And then they came to Australia and I was like, oh no, this is too much power. <laughs> so you gotta describe the packaging. <laughs> yeah. So um it's quite pretty. Yeah, so um now I like get to the actual flavor that is the limited batch. It's s'mores flavor. Oh, that sounds um, nice. And it's got a really cute packaging. It's got like a kind of mountain scene and a campfire, and there's toasting marshmallows and a toasting s'more. And it's it funny because, like, s'mores aren't even – we don't even do s'mores in Australia. I've never no, had a they're not in my really an life. Australian thing at all. Yeah. We don't even have the right kind of biscuits for them. No. But, yeah, so it's marshmallow-flavoured yogurt with mm-hmm. cookie crumble, milk chocolate, and coated rice crisps as the mix-in. That sounds delicious. Yeah. That sounds so good. It's marshmallow. Marshmallow flavor is just like vanilla, right? Yeah, yeah I'm really like, curious. But marshmallow is a plant. Like it mar- is. nothing tastes like marshmallow. Like yeah. Also, Australian marshmallows taste different to UK marshmallows. Really? Yeah, really? they're much more flavored here. They often taste a bit like strawberry or something. Oh, the pink ones are raspberry. Oh, that must be it. Yeah, no, those mm. taste the same as the white ones in England. Whoa. Uh. No, they're definitely meant to be different. Mm. All right, I've just done the the flip, the flip and stir. Yes, the flip and stir. Okay, the yogurt is not just vanilla flavored. Oh, I'm I gonna... feel like it's hard to make yogurt taste like vanilla because yogurt's kind of acidic and not vanilla um, like tastes like marshmallows because yogurt's kind of acidic and marshmallows are like the sweetest thing on earth. Yeah, no, but mm. there's something in it. Yeah, that gives like that kind of powdery um, mm. vanilla taste that comes at the end of a marshmallow. Nice. Oh. So otherwise it's just yogurt flavoured. It's not vanilla yogurt. It's just yeah. normal sweetened yogurt. And then like at the end of your palate, there's like a really kind of that soft vanilla marshmallow taste. Does it taste like a s'more? Oh. No, it doesn't taste like a s'more because the s'more is about the texture yeah. and it's not melted at all. It's Yeah. It's yum. It's yum yogurt, little biggies, <laughs> choc chips. Yeah. You can't really taste the choc chips because it's cold and, like, you can't really taste mm. chocolate when it's cold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to try the marshmallow. Um, I have no mm. – I haven't found a koshered Rice crispy yet. They looked super cursed in the flip section, so I'm going to see if I can dig one out. Oh, they're coated in white chocolate. That's not as thrilling as I thought it might be. Mm. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's it's living more on the branding than its actual existence. Mm. 
this is this is lawful good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just good things. It to sounds pretty good. Like, yeah, it's not at all like a s'more. And it's definitely not like a healthy breakfast start, which I think is what Chobani's trying to be. But yeah. it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, for me, I have something, I've got something and I've got a backup item because um, this first item, um, I bought it on the 31st of March and the reason why I bought it right then, like not when before we were going to have it was because it had this big sign on it saying this is seasonal and you're never going to see it again <laughs> and it's going it's, it's leaving the shops today and mm-hmm. I was like well I have to buy it um however that's left it um if today is the 27th then it is 26 days out of date <laughs> that is very upsetting it's very upsetting and not good for a milk no um, what is it so it is a cheesecake flavored milk. And oh, no. as we've discussed in the past, cheesecake flavors in Japan can go belly up pretty easily. <laughs> um, it's called uh, cheesecake nomichatta, uh, nomechatta. Like, um, I accidentally drank a cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> and then it has a big thing on it saying bikuri, which is like, surprise and it's got like a, a, an exclamation point and a question mark oh, and then I'm it's so also got a packaging. and amazing. it's got a little little um thing on the side which is like some kind of matching the swiss cheese to the other swiss Look, cheese maybe it won't have gone thing. up because like cheese lasts longer than milk so cheese does last longer than milk so um, maybe it'll just be turned up. into cheese yeah maybe it'll just be cheese <laughs> i'm gonna open it up I'm going to give it a whiff. Would you be able to tell if it was off? <laughs> well, milk usually tastes off, mm. yeah. doesn't it? But see, I can't tell because it smells a bit like Philly. And Philly taste <laughs> smells a little bit off. <laughs> Has it curdled? Like, pour some out into a glass. Oh, I don't have a glass. I'm just going to go in. <laughs> <laughs> Rip. It's not off. That's yum. That's really nice. Bikuri desu Yeah, I'm bikuri. It's... um. Yeah, that's really nice. It's sweet. It tastes like egg flip. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it's more man. like an eggy flavor. It doesn't have the cheese flavor that cheesecake flavor mm. usually has. No, it's, yeah. No, it's just like, it tastes like egg flip. I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. It's, it's not very, it's mildly cheesecakey. It's kind of like, you know, like when you've got a kind of like a, a baked eggy cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does taste cheesecakey. It does not have the cheese taste, mm. thank God. So, yeah, that's a good one. Well, this one, well, this one, I'm gonna. Uh, so this, I think this is another lawful good. Mm. Mm, yeah, even okay. with the cheesecake, I feel like cheesecake oh, is maybe maybe neutral, neutral good. At least. Mm. Neutral good is fair. I know a lot of things are cheesecake yeah, flavored in Japan, but good. I feel like a liquefied cheesecake's pretty weird. Especially since it's like selling itself on that fact. It's selling, yeah, on that exact point that this is. Um, I can't believe I drank a cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll drink the rest of this. This is nice. I'm very surprised. Please don't get sick from drinking out of date milk. You yeah. Oh, do you know what? I probably won't drink the rest of this. 
um because it's very out of date <laughs> but you would have, uh, you would have done a month ago <laughs> yes i would have done a month ago well that leaves my backup item um which is it's our first alcohol item of of Ooh. the show um, alcohol. Horoyoi is a like a too high brand in Japan, and too high, <laughs> too high is like um, it's kind of like a vodka cruiser, but instead of using vodka, they use shochu, which is like another grain alcohol. But they're very shochu, just unlike vodka, which can so you can still taste it sometimes. Shochu just disappears, and horoyoi tastes like soda. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have the Yakult flavored horoyoi. The, the your cult flavored vodka cruiser. I hate it. <laughs> it says, it says on the packet, "Ano uh, which is like, "Oh, I see, it's that flavor." <laughs> <laughs> which I, I guess with tone could be something kind of like meaning more like, "Oh, wow, it really tastes like it." But in my when I read this in my head I was like <laughs> oh, oh no that <laughs> how um, is Japan so let's, for let's just... beer, weird beer tastes because like Australia has quite a lot of those but I don't remember seeing that many in Japan but also I, I got an Easter egg beer in Japan an Easter yeah. egg beer yeah. yes yeah oh, wow. Easter egg flavored oh, yeah. beer oh and the hot cross bun one and yeah. we got the hot cross which bun which really beer. should be part of our Easter episode but I'm sure we'll do a beer episode <laughs> well no, Japan doesn't do too many weird flavored beers. There's definitely there's definitely a lot of craft beers going on, but a lot of them are not coming out of Japan. Like when you go to like a craft beer place, it'll be like mostly American beers. Yeah, the mm. important. There's a lot of weird ones there, um, but there is a lot of seasonal too high flavors. Mm. Um, it's all about and that they're usually all about that too high. <laughs> so I'm gonna just get this um crack open of the can. It smells like you're cold. Oh no! I <laughs> really don't want your cold to be fizzy. Is well, no, that's basically but fizzy. Your cold is basically calpus. Yeah, true. Yeah. I don't like calpus either. So yeah, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> Do you think it has the lactobacillus in there? Are they still alive? That's a good question. Little lads just drank um, the alcohol. I would suggest the alcohol has killed them. Oh uh, yeah, I would imagine the alcohol would kill them. <laughs> Um, I'm just having a look. Um, well, it says it does have like a probiotic drink inside. Yeah. Like that's a number, the number one so ingredient. That does not mean the probiotics pro- are alive. Like, yeah. Also, do you like look, your cult? Because I hate your cult. I do like you. I like okay. your cult. I don't like 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 it. It's like it's like yeah. it's, it's a funny flavor. It's drinkable. Yeah. And after I take a round of antibiotics, I enjoyed a tiny straw that you poke <laughs> into the top. So. When I was in primary school, we went on a field trip to the Yakult factory. <laughs> oh, how exciting. Yeah. There is a Yakult factory, at least. God. <laughs> I don't remember much about it, but I remember getting, like, little Yakults at the end, and I remember, like, them showing us videos of lactobacilli. It's, <laughs> it's got that – it's quite sweet in the, at the beginning, and then – it leaves you that kind of dry mouth feel that you get from drinking your oh, cold. Yeah, that's accurate. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> um, I don't like it. I, I think I think a Yakult flavoured cruiser 
is generally a fairly cursed yeah. Yeah. item. Yeah. I think it's chaotic. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's... I don't think it's disgusting. I just don't like it. I think it's chaotic neutral. Okay. Mm, I can see some people maybe liking that, but... <laughs> is this a standard flavour or is it just a limited edition? This is a this is a flavour that is, like, common enough. Yeah, so like, if you go to a big supermarket or something... You yeah, it'll probably have it. have it or, like... I got this from a convenience store, but mm. um, it'll, like, circle in and out every two months. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so for the section that I've done some research about, I'd like you to check your milk drinks and see if they have um, stabilizer or emulsifier 407 in them. Yes, this does. This does yeah. have 407. Oh, I've got no idea. Okay. <laughs> Japanese. Japanese rip. It's all in Japanese. Yes, we found some emulsifier 407. <laughs> yeah. Is it yeah. also in your one? Oh, yeah, it's in all the oak milks. It is, yeah. Okay, good. So stabilizer 407 is carrageen, which comes from seaweed. Hmm. And oh. it's an important component in flavoured milks. Yeah. Oh, I just noticed that yours also has spirulina extract as colours. So yours drink is mostly seaweed. Like yeah. The next one. <laughs> <laughs> it's an important component in flavoured milks because cocoa is hydrophobic and doesn't dissolve. Mm. Oh, so, so you need to... Emulsify so it when milk. you make so you know when you make like a hot chocolate or a Nesquik or something at home and you mix it up and then you leave it and you like walk away because you're a dips and then come back yeah. and it's yeah. like all brown at the bottom and like milk at the top yeah um that's because the the cocoa is hydrophobic and heavy and it sinks to the bottom so you can add carrageen and it turns the um milk fats into a matrix a fluid matrix so it joins so when you add carrageen it creates a chemical reaction which causes casein to coat all the fats and casein is a protein in milk it coats all the fats and it coats all your cocos and then the carrageen like you heat the carrageen up and the carrageen bonds like get big and they stick to the casein and then when you cool it back down they go and turn into yeah. like little spring shapes mm. oh. and that is why chocolate milk tastes really thick and weird yeah oh so yeah, like it's to- doesn't have that as much like yeah yeah so like the 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 thickening is like a byproduct of trying to emulsify mm. or like is is a is a so the trying thickening- to suspend the chocolate in the um <gasps> you see this would explain why when as a child my parents tried to get me to drink Yakult by mixing in cocoa powder it didn't work oh, oh <laughs> that's no. really bad it was that's cursed. really cursed <laughs> <laughs> we could have done that on the show mm. <laughs> we should start science segments yeah <laughs> um did i go mix some some chocolate powder into my alcohol Yakult? <laughs> so if you so the other thing of this is if you heat up your um your packaged chocolate milk it will get thin mm. again and all the cocoa will fall out Ooh. oh is so don't heat up in... chocolate milk. Yeah. No, you can de-chocolate your milk. Soy milks or like alternative milks, or does it mix into those? Um, it won't have the same reaction because casein is like a dairy mm. protein. And I think specifically cow milk. 
Mm. Um, but I did read somewhere about camel milk as well. Apparently flavoured camel milks are popular in some countries. Oh. Wild. Yeah, which oh. would be delicious because camel looks really fatty. Ooh. So but you probably oh. wouldn't need to emulsify it in the same way. I remember <laughs> watching a documentary, um, like a little travel documentary about a guy going to UAE and drinking some camel milk and he was like, it's delicious. Mm. So oh. that's all that I've thought of, this like man sitting in like a shopping centre drinking some camel milk. That's my association <laughs> with camel milk. I drink some camel milk. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so... That's all about Stabilizer 407. It comes yeah. from seaweed and there's like loads and loads of like really intense research about how it works. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, there's like all there's like different levels of purity and like slightly different shapes that you can use with like lower fat milks or higher fat milks or milks being transported through different countries. So the science yeah. of chocolate milk, it's really intense. Awesome. That's that's wild. People have I didn't know a lot of money on this apparently. <laughs> and my my source for this is a website from a company that supplies Karajian, which I'd yeah. never heard of before, but apparently supplies like nearly all the milk. I love that they have a really weird picture of a child drinking chocolate milk yeah. on their website. They supply Karajian to like nearly all the milk brands. It's called Palsgard with two A's, but they have a great article called How to Make Delicious Chocolate Milk about, <laughs> that explains the chemistry of chocolate milk. Wow. I also wanted to mention Australia is the number one consumer of chocolate milk. Oh, of flavoured milk, all flavoured milks. WA oh, wow. has the highest per capita consumption of flavoured milks. There's just really? always a man on the tram drinking a flavoured milk. And like any nope. tram I get onto at any time, there is a man with a flavoured yeah. milk. And Adelaide is the only place in the entire world where sales of flavoured milks outstrip those of cola. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Get on you, Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we're winning. Well, I thought I when I moved to Japan, and well, this is this is a new fact. This is a, a revelation for me. I'm having right now. When I moved to Japan, I thought it was weird. I didn't really have that much chocolate milk or flavored milks because I thought like flavored milks are like one of the staples of like convenience drinks. store junk, convenience store yeah. things. Is that everyone loves a good flavored milk, mm-hmm. and also like coffees as well like like coffee, bottled coffee like in japan they're, they're trying to masquerade as though it's a good coffee whereas in australia we don't it's like you know it's, you're yeah, getting like yeah <laughs> yeah you're getting there they are like, things now that do try and masquerade like good coffee like they kind of go more like the there's a the barista bros yeah like, yeah, yeah. Um, and like, but it still yeah. tastes just it doesn't taste like it's, it's trying to same, pretend it's exactly. good coffee yeah. yeah but you know they want to charge five dollars a bottle so yeah. <laughs> so for round two, um, shake, shake, shake. Okay, get the carriage. We have similar, suspended. similar things in that this is part of the oak milk flavor generator challenge, <laughs> where they got um, they got their their customer base, their loyal customer base, to um, come up with flavors, and we managed to get some of these. Like they've only just come out, so this yeah. is you know hot off the milk presses. Oh, <laughs> um, and so I think they have a website now where you're meant to vote on which flavor is the best. Um, so we can actually do that after we've had these. We there's three flavors out, 
The other one is, I think, a banana chocolate. Banoffee. Toffee, yeah. Um, oh, that sounds, no- that sounds nice. Yeah, that no. just sounds normal and nice. And we didn't see it anyway. Um, yeah. And this one that I have is in bright green packaging and is named Chloe's Welcome to the Crumble. Um, it is an apple crumble thing. Oh, the packaging, this kind of blurred packaging looks like it's like viruses <laughs> on the outside. Like, <laughs> this kind of splat like design. everywhere and some crumble. Then it's got like a picture of Chloe who I guess came up with this and there's like a whole on you, Chloe. conversation going on here. There's a lot. I would describe they... a lot of oak milk's packaging as stressful. <laughs> <laughs> definitely stressful. I can, I've poured some of this out and I can smell the apple from like quite far away. Oh yeah, cinnamon apple like flavor I think could be nice. Apple candy, like it's sort of almost like those sucky sweets you get, and it's got like the slight yeah. creaminess of milk. Yeah, it doesn't smell. It smells like a nice thing to have as a candy, but a weird thing to have as a milk. But you know, yeah, it might just be oak milk for you. It's pretty gross. It doesn't. Oh really no, really? As much like it smells. It tastes more like biscuit. It's got a slight <laughs> apple aftertaste. A biscuit is not the dominant flavor I would want. Not <laughs> an apple pie, no. It's like in some ways, I feel like this could be slightly interesting if they were going more for like apple pie and ice cream as the the advertising for it. Mm. Oh, just going straight from the carton, are we? <laughs> oh, that's way less bad than it smells. Yeah, it smells worse, but I think that's messing with my like mm. interpretation of it. Yeah, I think it's just a shame that the apple flavor is not really dominant in it, being as it's very dominant on the packaging. No, it would have been yeah. bad. Mm. Yeah, I guess they just made it quite decently tasting, I guess. This is better than the other one, honestly. Might be... Mm, I don't know. I feel like it's fairly chaotic. I feel like apple is a weird thing to have in milk, but it's not that bad. It's just that we don't tend to do that very much. Yeah. Um, but the apple isn't really even there. I think it's maybe... Are both of mine true neutral this week? I think they might be. Oh, oh yeah no, it's better than it being utterly disgusting this is drinkable yeah it's slightly growing on me i think it was just weird to taste it and have it not taste like apple when it smells so yeah strong. when the smell was so strong it's just like a slight like pale yellow color it looks like vanilla milk or something yeah, yeah. true neutral so connor you've got the other one. I've got the other, um, yeah, li- um, oak milk competition milk, um, and it's also s'more flavored. So I'm having oh. a double s'more week. Do you think uh, <laughs> s'mores yogurt is made from s'mores oak milk? Yeah, <laughs> which uh, which comes from cows that eat only s'mores. <laughs> so this is Paul's s'more, please. Um, the packaging is electric purple with pictures nice. of marshmallows, biscuits, and blocks of chocolate on it. And again, we have a picture of the, the creator, I presume, Paul. Let's crack it open. This could be good. It's, Unless it's, what, biscuit. it's very Unless, thick. Yeah. Unless it's biscuit tasting again, like they seem to like gravitate towards like the biscuit or the bread of the <laughs> item. Um, so it's very thick. It's like a pale brown. It smells malted. Oh, I like malt. It's not very strong. It has the same flavor in it as the previous one that was used for the marshmallow. Oh. Um, whatever that chemical. Oh, the dusty taste, yeah. The dusty taste, yeah. 
um it's kind of like an icing sugar taste um yeah it's like weird because it's not a taste it's like a texture I'm not sure um yeah it's almost like a it kind of feels like a relative of the fake raspberry taste but maybe that's just because I associate it strongly with fake raspberry and marshmallows um yeah otherwise it just tastes like very weak milo I think mm. oh ah that's not that's great because like I feel like the smallest flavor sounds much more appealing to me but like actually yeah this is just very easy drinking yeah it's nice if they made it just like a mix of like chocolate oh no oh no <laughs> I'm now combining the two oak milks to make small please <laughs> apple crumble oak milk <laughs> I haven't even gotten to rate it yet. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I think this is neutral good. Like s'mores <laughs> is it's weirder as a milk than it is as a yogurt because like the yogurt has all the elements of a s'more, I think. Yeah. Whereas this is like, I don't know, like a, again, a s'more is all about like the texture and contrast and meltiness. Yeah. And this has none of those. Um, <laughs> it doesn't taste like a s'more. It just tastes nice and like yeah. cold s'more is weird anyway like you wouldn't eat a cold s'more no it just well, tastes like know. a like a really mild chocolate milk which i quite like because i often find chocolate milk overwhelming <laughs> <laughs> you need to go have a lie down after having a chocolate milk <laughs> okay i'm now gonna try the ultimate combo of small please plus welcome to the crumble <laughs> so, it's like an orange color weird actually the what two tastes have like? kind of neutralized it's still it still stinks of fake apple it smells <laughs> fake apple but honestly it just tastes bland there's no flavor there try it it's like sweet unless my taste buds have been blown out tastes weirdly like orange yeah a little bit oh. okay wouldn't recommend not gonna rate that one <laughs> it tastes you can taste the apple flavor more yeah it's almost like it's isolating it more because don't, you don't have that much of a biscuit yeah. Okay. Good. Right. We've done that now. Which is, is regrettable to be drinking this at this time of night. Um, however, no, no. Um, I have a fairly on-trend item, butter coffee. Oh, yes. Um, so this is like a small store that did butter coffee, which is coffee with actual butter in it. And, and then now they're doing some kind of promotion. Um, well, now they're in little, they're in like little single serve packet thingers. And this one also has MCT oil in it. I don't know what that is, but it's like one of those like dietary supplement oils. And okay. it also says on the front, it has grass fed butter in it. Because butter so, coffee um, craze that came about in like kind of health food stuff where people would be like wow I had coffee with butter in it now I feel really good because I've just had caffeine and fat yeah <laughs> it's also kind of like a keto thing I guess because like it's good to eat butter if you're keto oh um yeah. I looked up what MCT oil is mm. yeah it's a medium chain triglyceride what is that oh. we're having a real science episode um <laughs> So it's um, a triglyceride is a kind of fat. And yeah. I guess it's a uh, um, polymer of those fats, like that are joined up in a chain. Yeah. 
They are more easily digested than longer chain fatty acids found in many foods. Most commonly extracted from coconut oil, but also found in palm oil and dairy products. What is it meant to do for me? Well, this is the first thing, like, I'm looking up on a website and the first thing is, like, could promote weight loss. It's a fucking fat. No, it won't. (laughs) Might be less bad than some other fats, but that's not real. Could yeah. be a good energy source. Yes, will be an it's amazing <laughs> energy source. It's a fat. Yes. Could reduce lactate buildup in athletes and help use fat for energy. Seems kind of like bullshit. Could help manage epilepsy, Alzheimer's disease, and autism. Uh. The epilepsy one, I guess, is related to keto again mm. because keto was designed as an anti-epilepsy treatment, yeah. and that is about consuming a lot of fat. Look, um... I'm not going to weigh in on that. Um, so, um, but it's that, like, even when that is the case, like, that doesn't make it a good wait, diet. Wait, wasn't one of the ones that said there was autism? Yeah. That's not a thing. Nothing really. fights autism. It doesn't need not, fighting. No. Um, <laughs> MTC contains fatty acids that fight yeast and bacterial growth. Um, that's, a, like, a an in vitro test. It's like anything can kill a bacteria or a yeast mm. in vitro. Um, yeah. <laughs> just drink some bleach. Yeah, we do not advocate so, bleach. We've established that the MCT oil is, is probably not a real thing. It is yes. a great source of energy. I'll believe them there. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, <laughs> let's taste this butter coffee. It, it tastes it, okay. It, you can't taste the butter. Mm-hmm. Is it like a black coffee then, or like a dairy coffee? Um. Well, I think it's a milk coffee. Mm. Wait a second. I can't see inside the thing. It's got a little label. The, but what the what the butter does do, however, oh yeah, it's milk coffee. What the butter does do though, is it coats the inside of your mouth. Mm. You know that way that when you eat something, you know how like oil will spread the flavor around your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. When you drink this, the butter does coat the inside of your mouth. I. This is bad. The coffee is bad coffee. It's bad coffee. This is this is okay. This is one of my big rants. So, so much coffee tastes burnt, and the reason why it tastes burnt is because it is burnt. Because Starbucks, right? They like have this like way that they roast their beans, where they do it really like high and really hot and really fast. It's about kind of speed. So they. They roast their beans like that and it burns the beans. And then for like countries that didn't already have a coffee culture before Starbucks turned yeah, up, no, they no. all learned that coffee is, that's what coffee is meant to taste like. Yeah, it's it's meant to taste like, well, it's, it's meant I to taste Japanese bad. Coffee, interesting though, because to me, Japanese coffee has a slightly more beany taste. It's really nice sometimes, but. Well, it's not oh, like, no, I don't like Japanese coffee. No, I, I like it in the same way that I like bad diner coffee. It's like kind of, there's something comforting about it, but it's not good coffee at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah this... Also, you, you come from Melbourne. Melbourne is the king of coffee culture. Like, Oh, yeah, I'm a big coffee snob. Mm. <laughs> it, um, not if we were in context of Melbourne. It tastes really burnt. It's really bitter. There's no, but it's not. It's always like bitter, not bitter, 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 but just like it sucks. It just sucks. It's like it spreads the mouth, the flavor around your mouth, but it's a bad flavor to spread. Yeah. Um. Mm. Look, I think probably butter coffee purists would not be into the idea of like a processed butter coffee anyway. Yeah, probably. 
Probably. Yeah, no, this value. This sucks. This the butter makes it worse. It's like it's it's bad coffee, and then the butter makes it worse. Mm. Um, I'm gonna give this. Now it's not actively disgusting. It just sucks. So I thought this was gonna be our first lawful evil. I think this might be. I think this might be lawful evil. I think coffee was good for this. Yeah, butter butter coffee is an established thing. People yeah. do have that, but it's gross. <laughs> it's not good. I think if you didn't care about coffee, then this would be fine. I think it's yeah, it kind of got like an energy drink value to it or something. Which also yeah, because what kind of life do you live where that needs to be there? <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is really gross. Please stop. You need to sleep tonight. <laughs> I need to sleep. No, no more. <laughs> it's bad. The delicious bedtime snack of expired milk and butter coffee. <laughs> and you're cool. Too high. Once it got away. For me, lime milk got away. Um, I, during my research of lime milk, I found that it had been re-released in Canberra. Um, with a beautiful advert of children pouring lime milk on a football player in a bathtub. I'm yeah. so glad I couldn't find this lime milk. <laughs> um, I also couldn't find blue heaven milk, which is a thing that exists. Yeah. And I don't know what it is still. I've never had it. Yeah, I'm keeping the secret until Robin's that tried it. that you can't tell what blue heaven is on this episode? Do, should I tell Rue? I'll just block it out and then not listen to this part of the podcast all right all right tell me tell me what is what is blue heaven it's vanilla combined with any flavor oh so you can have ras. so the, the classic ones are raspberry blue heaven pineapple blue heaven and orange yeah. blue heaven so it's just vanilla blue, it's the blue vanilla, heaven but is just combined vanilla. with a fruit flavor oh i didn't know that yeah huh all right i do like blue heaven yeah, it's a mystery. Yeah. But yeah, it's a flavor you get in Australia. I think it's like a classic flavor. You find it in weird regional places and occasionally it sort of comes up and people are like, wow, Blue Heaven. Yeah. Because yeah. you get one here called Blue Hawaii. Mm. Yeah. Um, Isn't that like based on a cocktail or something? There's a cocktail called I think so, yeah. 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 Blue Heaven is it's not. It's got a vaguely bubblegum flavor. Yeah. Blue Heaven apparently is based on a film. I was Googling it before to make sure that my facts were right. Yeah. about what the flavour was. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, apparently the colour was released first and then the colour yeah. was named after a song and then a movie was released based on the song Yeah, um, that was called Blue Heaven. And then the milkshake flavour came out around the same time the movie was popular. And there yeah. was a Blue Heaven oak milk earlier this year, but it's, well, last year, I think. Because I remember finding it strewn across the streets during lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any that got away, Rue? I do. So um, we talked before about um, weird soy milks. Um, there's a brand, Kikoma, Kikoma which is like, kind of famous for soy milk and uh, no, sorry, sorry soy sauce in australia that's like the main soy sauce brand um but they make a whole bunch of food items um in japan or general food company and they also make a lot of soy milks and like you get these little like tetra packs of soy milk oh and- can i read off that bit of copy that i found on their website as well oh yeah 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 
um let me find it again um so on kikaman's website they have a little piece of copy about their soy milks and one of the lines is today's opportunity for drinking soy milk have become quite diverse for example the option of adding soy milk to coffee tea or fruit juice has become quite common um <laughs> So I'm not sure their finger is that on the pulse about how people are consuming soy milk by being major <laughs> but, producers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are there people out there putting soy milk into fruit juices? I don't know. Well, they say it's a, a common option at major coffee chains. Uh, I mean, maybe I, I, I get that sometimes, like the fruit tea places, maybe. Fruit teas normally don't have dairy know, in them. But... Yeah. Oh, so forties. So there's always a quite a wide variety of flavored soy milks at the supermarket, and um, it's quite overwhelming when you see it for the first time. But um, there's you so many airplanes and- on too. I really like the branding for the flavored soy milks. Yeah, they're really cute. The kind of maru some like ones that get a little airplane, and they you get like all kinds of fruit flavors. Um, like really and. So like you get like your peaches, your or- uh, not orange, so you get peach, um, like strawberry, banana, and then you get all kinds of like kind of milkier flavors like um, chocolate, co- vanilla ice. That one's delicious. Yeah, vanilla ice is nice, and um, yeah, I've had like a cinnamon one before and things like that. However, I was doing some research to see whether there were any other exciting ones out there, and there are. So they they have done some. I think one of the more cursed fruit ones I've seen is um, yuzu, which is like a Japanese citrus, mm. um, which as Robin yeah, was saying, citrus in the milk, don't do it. In the milk. Mm. They had a pineapple then, one, I remember, at some point. Yeah. That would also yes. hurt, surely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It would, for sure. And like like ume, like plum, um, like kind of sour plum flavoured ones. Mm. Um, avocado. They've had an avocado mm. one, apple pie. Oshiroko, which is like um like a kind of red bean soup. Um <laughs> yaki imo, uh like a, a roasted sweet, sweet potato. potato. Grilled sweet mm. potato. I remember getting then, chestnut one quite a bit. That was quite good. Yeah. Oh, that would be really nice. Mm. I'm I'm a big fan of chestnut. And then they've also had like some like kind of soda flavoured ones. They've had a ramene one, which we talked about ramen is just kind of like kind of like Sprite, I guess. And then ginger ale, and they've had a cola one. Oh. I found this article um, written, or just kind of like a blog post actually, which uh, is titled, it's all in Japanese, but in, in English the title is Recent Soy Milks Are Too Aggressive. <laughs> and um, <laughs> they, two dudes have like judged the, the soy milks. And for the Oshiroko one, they thought it was pretty good, it was sweet. And it tasted like red bean ice cream. So they thought that one was pretty good. The roasted sweet potato one, it said the flavor is just like really strong and it doesn't taste good. <laughs> and so they, they rated that one really, really poorly. The plum one, they liked it. They thought that was all right. The vanilla ice cream one, they didn't think, they thought it was okay, a bit too sweet. They had a kiwi one, um, which was devo- divided. One of them thought it was incredibly sour and disgusting and the other one thought it was weird and interesting <laughs> and then the avocado one they hated it um the avocado soy milk tastes mild flavor as well like yeah like it is apparently, tasty, i guess but not avocado milk 
apparently it's really bitter. It's got that kind of avocado skin flavor. Oh, no. Um, no, no. The pineapple one, they hated it. They thought it was gross. And then the ginger ale one um, was apparently really disgusting. Um, it's got, like, you can smell the ginger and so, but it's got no acidic flavor. So, ginger. Yeah. Like, ginger and, bread would work as a, as a milk flavor, but not ginger ale. Yeah, and then again, apparently they tried to use one and no acidity, um, mm-hmm. no acidity for that one either. So the best one out of the weird ones they had was the ume, so mm-hmm. it was the palm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot well, of there's a lot of contemporaries of ours rating cursed milks. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. have an idea for next week? Ice cream? Yeah, you're coming into summer over there. Mm. I am. And well, I I am going to take a trip to Akihabara um, to go to a a little supermarket that I once got a very, very cursed ice cream from. Um, and they had a large selection of cursed ice creams. This was several years ago, though, so we'll have to see if they still sell them. But yeah, all right, this sounds great. Even if I, I will hopefully we'll find some good ones over here, even mm. though it's coming into winter. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have some some stories of soft serves that I ate traveling in Japan. In yeah. Japan. I'm sure we can find. Yeah. Some good, oh okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Excellent. So um, we're available on a wide variety of podcast applications. Um, and also, if you want to see our um, some of the products we're talking about, um, you can check us out on YouTube at Bone Apple Tea Podcast. Um, thank you to Ample Tunes for the use of their song, Jimmy's Jam, um, in our show. And, um, yeah, please, please follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you very much for listening. So thanks for listening and and bone apple tea. (laughs) Bone apple tea.